So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 52, your third heart. When Joan came to me, she was tired of being hurt and disappointed by men. She'd been divorced once, had come out of that and had a passionate relationship with a very inconsistent, uncommitted guy. Then had tried some online dating, found that that was an unpleasant experience for her and had just decided she felt better off alone. So she had closed her heart and came to me because she wasn't sure she wanted to open it again. Meanwhile, Joan had come to me the exact opposite. She found that her heart was almost always too open, as she would put it. She gave more than she ever received in relationships. She would obsess about the relationship. Um, Why isn't he getting back to me? Uh, She would rush into relationships. It would become all about the relationship. It would be fair to say that Joan fell in love hard and fast. So one of these women, Jane, had a, a closed heart and Joan had an open heart. And yet both of them wanted more balance. For Joan, she wanted to learn how to not completely lose herself, completely have all of her feelings and emotions be wrapped up in how the relationship was doing or how, how close she was to her new guy. She didn't want to live in constant fear. Is it going okay? Is he pulling away? Over-interpreting every little thing. Meanwhile, on the other end, Jane was learning to open her heart again, but she, she didn't want to get hurt again. She's like, every time I finally decide to open my heart, I get hurt. So that's why it's hard to open my heart now. So here's what I want to teach you. There's a third option. You actually have a third heart. You have the closed heart, the one that tries to harden itself to not feel sadness, pain, harm. You may have learned to do this. Typically in our early teen years, we start to harden our heart after as a little girl, the hope of being loved unconditionally doesn't feel like it's being met. And so that hardened heart that can form through the teen years and into the 20s can really be the closed heart that can rule your relationships after that or keep relationships out. The open heart, this part that just wants to believe in the complete unconditionality of love, uh, almost a boundaryless feeling love, sometimes a fairy tale or fantasy love can be the little girl's way of feeling and wanting and craving love. So quite often this starts in that five, six, seven-year-old little girl part of life. The love of feeling like I'm special to someone. And that if that need didn't really get met, then that inner child continues to crave this. Remember, in our framework, 
we go back and we look at some of those early wounds. Those are in the inner environments that we look at. So things like your inner teenager, your inner little girl, those parts of you can end up being the first experiences you had with having a completely open heart and then it hurting or being sad or feeling like you were rejected. It can be the experience you had in your teens or 20s of starting to harden and close your heart. So the inner work is what heals the wounds that are underneath this. And we have to do the work in those inner environments because there is a third heart, a third option. Typically what would happen with Jane and Joan is every once in a while when they would get fed up of having their heart too closed for too long, they'd open it and go really far the other way. And Joan would do the same thing on the other side. They would just switch seats. I'm either too closed or too open, too closed, too open. And living life at those extremes is a roller coaster. So what we had to do with each of them was help them find a third way. And here's the third heart. The third heart is your heart. The heart that you're listening with right now, if you put your hands over your heart, it's, it's this heart. It's this heart that includes both of those other ones. The one that wants to protect you by shielding herself and the one that wants to open up to let the light and love and joy in. You are and have both of these in you. So what is this third heart? Well, if you have a piece of paper handy, you could get the piece of paper and draw a horizontal line across it. And at one end of the line on the right, you can put a big circle and put the word open above it. If you don't wanna put a circle, you could even put a heart shape. That's your open-hearted side of yourself. And that's the extreme of openness. Openness may be to where you don't even protect yourself at all, and a person can act however they want, and you'll always unconditionally love them regardless. At the other end of the line, the left end of the line, you can draw a circle or a heart and put an X through the middle of it and write closed over it. This heart is closed for business. You're not gonna feel outgoing love, incoming love, self-love. It's a very mechanical existence. It's an existence where typically we start to do more surface level stuff, achievement at work or other things. In the middle of this line, I want you to draw a big heart. In the middle of this line between these two is your third heart. This third heart is your healthy heart. And I don't just mean in terms of cardiovascular health, I mean emotionally. For you to have success without settling, we're not gonna settle for having a, a heart that's so open that it goes to the fantasy extreme of fairy tale love. We're also not gonna settle for having to isolate in the closed heart that withers without love and sunlight. In this middle heart, in this real third heart that represents the healthy you, this is where we consider and include both of those other hearts. See, what you've been doing is bouncing back and forth between these two extremes. These are like two parts of you that alternate taking control of a steering wheel in your love life, but you're not going to have a healthy relationship that way. So what can you do instead? 
Well, here's an example. For Jane, it was about pausing in the moment where she would start to date a new man or decide she didn't want to date him. Pausing and asking herself, we were doing it through journaling, there are multiple ways, asking herself, what does the closed heart part of me say I should do? What does it need? And then also making sure she began to include what the other part wanted. Just writing down, what does the fully open-hearted part of me want, wish for, believe, need? And after reading and looking at both of these, asking herself, if these were my two children and I needed to come up with a third solution, a third path that honored both of them, maybe it wouldn't be to immediately say, yes, Henry, I'll be your girlfriend. We're exclusive. Woohoo! It feels so good to be special to someone before it was really time. But maybe she also wouldn't say, I don't have time to date Henry. Maybe she wouldn't go to either extreme. Maybe she'd say, okay, I'll see him again, but I'm feeling myself wanting to think about him all day and getting distracted at work. I have to look at that. What do I need so that I don't go so far over to my open heart that I lose myself? How do I include more of the other side also? What would be a healthy balance that includes both? Oh, I know. I'm not gonna check my phone for his texts during the morning and afternoon. I'll do it before I start work, at lunch, and at the end of the day, but that's it. That was one small way, as one small example, that she took what her formerly fully closed heart was saying it needed, which is boundaries and protection and a sense of self and not letting him take over her life and her mind and her emotions, and said, here's how I can do that in a more moderate way while still being open enough to see this man. For Joan, it was the opposite direction. Instead of completely throwing herself into it, she wanted to work on having more boundaries and closing the door a little and kind of tapping the brakes. So where Jane would have been liable to just not date Henry at all and say, I'm too busy, Joan would have been liable to rush into it and say, this is amazing. Yes, I can see us ending up together, even if he was a fairly new guy. So for Joan, it was all about her balancing more into considering the needs of her self-protector and also the needs that wouldn't be met by her fantasy open heart if she slowed down. But, but, but won't we lose him if we don't rush in? Doing some of that work with the healing of inner wounds in our framework allowed her to relax the fear that was making her rush in to opening her heart so wide that she was giving it all away for fear that he'd leave otherwise. Eating like a starving person who thinks the food will be taken away. In both of these cases, they had the healthiest relationship they'd ever have because they showed up not from either extreme but from their third heart, the healthiest heart they'd ever come from. That's your secret for today. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, 
lasting relationships. 